T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's Jody McDonald. I'm Glenn Mack now, and I uh, I go on my Twitter page, and I... I second half of summer and there it is i see brian baldinger he's touring nfl camps posing with denver broncos cheerleaders pretty nice life we bring in odyssey insider brian baldinger baldy how are you hey glenn jody it's uh good to be with you i'm doing great uh That's, where are you gotta, now uh well i'm in new york here uh i gotta spend the day with the giants tomorrow so um i'm just i uh, just got back from denver and uh ready to uh, launch another week of camps maybe Maybe one of these teams will actually put the, the pads on and, and actually, <laughs> I, I haven't seen uh, that yet. Okay. You know what? Then? I wasn't going to start there, but it, it is a huge issue that that is discussed. And the guys on our station who are former players, guys mm-hmm. like John Ritchie, guys like Ike Reese, they're really offended by this, by how – there is no hitting by how the walkthroughs are 58 minutes long. There's a green day, a yellow day, a red day. As a guy who played in this league for a while, I mean, you had a career and now has covered this league for even longer. Um, do you, I mean, is, is it too soft? Is it problematic? Well, I think it leads to a whole new set of injuries because you got to condition the body to the contact that you get on Sundays when you're actually playing the game. So, I agree with, you know, with everybody uh, that you just mentioned and some of the complaints. I have some of the same. However, we're coming off the greatest postseason any of us have ever seen. Yeah. And the game might never have been more entertaining. And mm-hmm. while I kind of like the old school, I understand uh, the need for, uh, for safety in, in a lot of different cases. So I think there's a balance there right now, Glenn, and they're trying to walk that balance. But – it does take away from some of us of what we went through. I mean, Ike and John and those guys, uh, you know, their, their first week of training camp was very similar to what I went through. It was pretty brutal. It was two days. It was long. It was hot. It was physical. But then once you got through that, you really conditioned the body to the hitting and really didn't see a lot of the injuries that we see now. Mm-hmm. Baldy, uh, I just got a text here from – Josh Allen, the quarterback from Buffalo, not the defensive end from Jacksonville, he said, tell Boldy I disagree that last year's postseason was the most exciting. <laughs> right on time, Jody. That's, that's Josh. Uh, uh, Baldy, I do want to ask you about quarterbacks, though, because coming into this year, I, and I've been following the league a long time, much mm-hmm. like yourself, 
I've never seen quarterback situations like what we have. An MVP who doesn't want to negotiate a contract extension. Uh, the highest paid quarterback guaranteed money in the history of the league. We don't know if or when he's going to play this year for the Cleveland Browns. A team that's got just four years removed, the number one overall pick in the draft, the number three overall pick in the draft, and nobody thinks they've got a quarterback in uh, Carolina. Uh, just un- And the whole Kyler Murray uh, homework clause to his contract. This is the weirdest quarterback offseason I've ever seen in my life. How about you? Well, yeah. Well, it was as drama filled as we've ever seen, and the quarterback carousel drove really three months of the off season. And yep. uh, where these, you know, new where these quarterbacks? I was just in Denver yesterday and watching Russell Wilson in a Bronco uniform. It still looks odd to me. Uh, it isn't for him. He's he's loving every day of it right now. But yes, it, it drove the entire off season. But we also saw the last two years, Jody. The Super Bowl winners were led by quarterbacks who led their teams that they were quarterbacks of for a decade or two decades, in Tom Brady's case, Matt Stafford's case, where they led their team to a Super Bowl. And now teams believe that if you get the right guy in just one offseason, you could be hoisting the Vince Lombardi trophy. True. And so that's a big part of it is if you can get that guy, if Denver can get Russell Wilson with the defense they have and a good coach, maybe they could be the team that does it next. Not to mention, you know, what Justin Herbert looks like, what Mahomes has done, what Josh Allen can do. Um, it's, it's, a good, it's a good era for quarterbacks right now if you've got one. Brian Baldinger is our guest. Follow him on Twitter at BaldyNFL. His stuff during the season, breakdown during the seasons, are uh, just absolutely must-watch stuff. All right, so we're talking about the quarterbacks, and of course, let's bring it back to the Eagles uh, and Jalen Hurts. And the biggest question this franchise has moving forward I don't know if you can answer it, but do you think that Jalen Hurts has the talent to take his game to become a top-tier NFL quarterback, a second-tier NFL quarterback? Uh, I, I know he, I know he has what it takes, Glenn, to be to improve and to get better because that's that's how he's wired. He wants to be coached. Um, he believes that he can take another step. The talent around him got better. Uh, they had one really legitimate wide receiver to throw to last year. Now he's got, uh, you know, guys that in A.J. Brown that are better than anything they had on the field last year, and Devontae should get better. And So I think they're better around him. Um, I, I just think there's certain things that he's got to correct in his game, and that is, you know, just the urgency to leave the pocket and to scramble and become a runner. Um, you know, I think he's just got to stay in there and trust the protection, trust the routes, trust the receivers are going to win the routes. And that means, you know, staying in there an extra tick or two at times. And I think uh, if he could do that, that will show improvement. And then <clears throat> there's just certain throws you got to make in this business. I mean, when you get to the red zone, every place I've been, I've been to four camps so far, almost every single team so far, they, their first real live period right now is red zone, where, you know, are you kicking field goals or scoring touchdowns? Because mm-hmm. the teams are dropping eight players into a zone coverage at the five-yard line. Those windows are so small, and the throw has to be so tight and so specific. And said, in fact, watching Russell Wilson yesterday at the end of practice, he had a whole special period just himself when guys were walking off the field in the tight ends, just throwing those kind of routes in, you know, from the five-yard line. And so he, they were terrible last year when they got to the goal line, just awful. They didn't know what to do. And they could have won two or three games last year if they converted. And so that's a couple of different areas 
where I think Jalen can really improve his game, where if he does, he's going to take that next step. Baldy, I want to stick with the Eagles and go to your area of expertise, well, which is basically everything, but even more so because you played it, and that's the offensive line. Um, a whole bunch of people, yours truly at the top of the list, have said the Eagles have the best offensive line in the National Football League, my opinion. Um, and they've got a nice mix of it, veterans like uh, Kelsey and uh, 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 Lane, and on the other side, youth with the uh, Mylotta and um, Dickerson. Isaac Samalo seems to be the only question mark. Is he going to be their right guard? Uh, will they look to go with a younger guy there? I think it's a non-starter. I think Isaac is unquestionably uh, the choice there if he's healthy. Is there a competition at right guard for the Eagles this year? Well, I think Jack Driscoll had a great offseason. I was around him a lot. He's a lot bigger stronger than he ever was he's almost up to 330 pounds and so you know you're you're trying to replace you know an all-pro in brandon brooks you know and so i think there's a competition there okay. but i think isaac is uh you know he's he's a proven commodity he's very smart he could play any position on the offensive line he almost has played every position mm-hmm. on the offensive line you gotta allow him to play himself back into shape after missing a lot of time last year and uh you know he lost a lot of weight in the offseason He's gotten a lot of it back. But I think if Isaac is healthy, he's going to be the right guard. And as a group, they can certainly be as good as anybody in this league right now. I don't think that there's a better run-blocking offensive line. And, uh, you know, as far as pass protection, uh, it just depends on really the timing and the, the trust with the quarterback and the offensive line, how good they could be. But they could be as good as anybody. Their talent is supreme. Landed and Jordan Malata are as good as any young tandem on the left side in this business right now, and they're extremely well coached by Jeff Stoutland. Yeah, I, that, that they still have Stoutland, and uh, everything he's done in this franchise is just great. All right, we got Baldy. We'll just take a couple more minutes from you, maybe try to sneak uh, a question about the other teams in the NFC East. I know you went up to, or you are, I guess, at the Giants camp, where Brian Dable is going to try to make something more out of Daniel Jones. Can he do it? Well, you know, I was there last week for a day, and, you know, they were in their second day of practice. And, you know, it's two days, no pads, but, like, you know, they had their starting offensive, offensive team on the field. You know, Cardarius Tony, uh, you know, Kenny Galladay, the starting five offensive line, Saquon's healthy. I mean, that's just encouraging. Mm-hmm. Brian Dable is a really I, – I, this doesn't really sound like a football term, but he's a delight to be around. He's a very yeah. upbeat guy. Um, you know, he's very positive. Uh, he really, I think, has a plan. Just watching practice, there's a plan by what everything they were doing in practice. Uh, he's got great. I think he's got a really good young, uh, talented general manager and Joe Shane. They look like they're putting it together the right way. I like their coaching staff. I always have liked Wink Martindale as their defensive coordinator. Uh, you know, I, I met Evan Neal for the first time. I mean, you just don't see people like that kind of size, <laughs> that kind of size walking the planet. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's, he, he's, he's never missed a start ever, high school or college. And here he is walking into the right tackle position. They look better everywhere you look um, as a team. And, you know, so, but they're very, very young. And, you know, they got to they gotta put it together and see how quickly they can come together and actually demonstrate um, that on Sundays is to be determined. But I think they're going to be a lot better than what we've seen over the last, say, five years. All right, Paulie, I'll follow up Glenn's question with NFC East quarterbacks. 
if Carson Wentz is the same exact quarterback he was last year for the Colts, this year for the Commanders, will we be talking about Carson Wentz joining his fourth team in the last four years at the end of this year? Well, that's, that's kind of hard because he didn't. They, the whole team tailed off in the last two weeks of the season after they'd beaten the Arizona Cardinals on Christmas night, and they looked like they were going to be a lot to be in the playoffs. And then Carson didn't well, play well against the Raiders or Jacksonville, but the team didn't either. I, Carson, I, I hope Carson takes a step up. I know he, he worked with the Hall of Fame quarterback this offseason. I hope some of that transfers and he recognizes some of the fundamental flaws that he has in his game. And I think if he really pays attention to those flaws and really works on it during training camp and beyond, I think he could be a better player. And I think the Washington Commanders will be a better team as a result. All right, last one. Uh, when we last saw the Cowboys, they were being humiliated, uh, embarrassed again by the 49ers in, uh, in that game. Uh, they've also lost Amari Cooper since then. I guess my question is, you know, the Eagles have to get over that loss to Tampa, but I think the Eagles were kind of just happy to be in the playoffs. The Cowboys have bigger goals. Does that game against the 49ers, is there danger for the Cowboys that that leaves an impression? Well, yeah. I mean, that was, an, like you said, that was embarrassing. At one point, it was 23-7 to into the fourth quarter of that game. It wasn't even a game. San Francisco physically whipped them at the line of scrimmage. And I think Dallas saw that. They drafted Tyler Smith from Tulsa in the first round, trying to shore it up. But that's a big, that was a big problem. They could not run the ball against San Francisco. Uh, Dak Prescott couldn't drop back and effectively throw the ball. Their number one receiver right now, CeeDee Lamb, caught one ball for five yards <laughs> in that game. So, you know, there's, there's, there's real issues there. In fact, Zach Martin, their best offensive player, said going into training camp this year, I can't wait to find out what our identity is going to be. I don't think they have one. I don't think you could say that they're going to be a great running football team. I think Amari Cooper is a big loss. I do know this. Defensively, I think they're very good. And they, uh, they, were sec- they led the league in takeaways last year. Their defense scored eight defensive touchdowns. Um, they're built on taking the ball away and splash plays. Um, they might have the most talented defensive player outside of Aaron Donald in the league and Micah Parsons. So they're, they're, they're well coached, and they got a lot of talent on that side of the ball. But I think offensively, there's some real question marks about this football team. Actually, Joe, I know you wanted to ask about uh, the Bucks, right? Um, yeah, I did. But uh, instead, okay. I'd rather go here because Baldy did mention that he got to see Evan Neal and didn't know humans could get that big. <laughs> we got a couple guys like that on the offensive line here in Philadelphia. And your ex-mates are the biggest of the big, unless we're talking about Jordan Davis. Have you been able to get uh, close to him and see how big he is and how big a deterrent he could be for the opposition this year on the Eagles' defensive line? Oh, yeah. I mean, they actually have a uniform that fits them, Jody. You know, <laughs> so, like, that, that's encouraging. But, you know, you just watch him just bounce around the field. And, you know, you just, again, you know, here's a guy um, that if he keeps his weight under control and he learns from really, some really, you know, veteran guys and, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, the guys up front. Now, he could be a, a real force. I actually believe that his best position is right guard. Like, I think he could be a perennial Pro Bowl right guard because of his size and ability and the coach that's there. They're not going to do that. But um, I, I think that he, he can make an immediate impact early in the season with his natural size and athletic ability. 
Well, Brian Ballinger, it is always a pleasure. Um, I mean, and when it comes to the voices, the top people I respect, their voices and opinions on the NFL, you are right there following him on Baldy NFL. He is our Odyssey insider. Uh, Baldy, where's after New York? Uh, well, I'm seeing both New York teams here uh, Monday and Tuesday. I'm going to Buffalo. And then uh, I, I believe Arizona, the Chargers, the Cowboys, Seattle, and San Francisco, and then the Raiders. Nice so tour. It's going to be a good week this week. And by the way, Buffalo, the first week of August, is exactly the right time to be there, my friend. Yes. <laughs> Having grown up there, I know this. All right. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Yes, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Right, Baldy, take, thanks, buddy. Take care. There thanks, you go. Brian Baldinger. Our... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.